Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey there, Bernie babes, Clinton kinksters, and twinks for Trump. This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. 100 episodes, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, comedian Billy Presida. If you're new to the podcast, wow, you've missed a lot. <laughs> uh, this is the podcast where on most weeks I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, sexuality, and love. And this week, we have a, a very interesting turn of events. An interesting format change. I think you are all going to like it very much. But first, I got some show dates, people. Show dates. Yes, March 15th, I will be at the Village Lantern down in Greenwich Village uh, here in New York. And then March 22nd, I will be at Silvana up in Harlem. Uh, for those show dates and more, you can go to manwhorepod.com. Also, LA Whores. If you're in or around Los Angeles, I want to hear from you because I want to see you. Uh, I want to plan a little man whore, fan whore meetup while I'm in town from April 1st to April 9th. But I got to know you're interested. I, you got to email me so I know who to email when I've made the plans. So if you live around the Los Angeles area and you're kind of interested in meeting me, having a drink, hanging out, email me at manwhorepod at gmail.com. Do it now, people. So I, I know what kind of place to uh, to look for. Uh, by the way, everybody, as usual, thank you for your emails and your tweets. Uh, a lot of tweets. Love the tweets. I'm a, uh, <laughs> you all know uh, me and I'm all about my Twitters. At the Billy Persita, a lot of kind words being said. Very much appreciated. Getting some feedback about David Thorpe and uh, about Jared Freed and the, the recent episodes. I'm glad you all seem to like them. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Also, shout out to everyone. Subscribe to the r slash podcast subreddit. Moderated and created by uh, the pa lovely patron Alex S. Uh, <laughs> join the conversation, people. If you have a comment on a particular episode you want to share, if you want to have a conversation with other fan whores, go join Reddit. You don't even need an email address to, to sign up. And you can go... Post things, pictures, drawings, questions, comments, all that you can get on the Manor Podcast subreddit. 100 episodes. Holy shit. Wow. Wow. We made it. It's crazy. Gotta say, it, people, this is, uh, it's pretty surreal. Last couple of years, I, uh, man. I've reconnected with some women I never thought I would even see again. And then it's nuts. Uh, I even got some closure I never expected, you know. I I, I got lucky enough to meet some uh, crazy, amazing people doing this podcast. Dude, I, I got to hold the dildos of Betty fucking Dotson. <laughs> I met Cindy Gallup and I met sex workers and queer performers. I performed in a fucking porno. What? I did a porno with Sarah J and Siri. Who? What other podcaster do you know who will go do a pornographic film just to get an interview for you people? <laughs> uh, like, who does that? Apparently, I do. And and I'm so happy that this show has become what it is. But I got I gotta say, 
wouldn't have made it to 100 episodes without you. I got to be honest with you. If if not a lot of people were listening, this show probably would have ended a long time ago. And it would have been cast away as a very embarrassing experiment. <laughs> did you know um did you know that half of all podcasts get less than 200 downloads per episode? Did you know this? It's a fun stat and we are uh, quite quite far ahead of that number. So I got to tell you, if you don't download this show, probably Founders. So thank you all for that. Because uh, you give me this like sense of urgency I wouldn't have if I only had 40 listeners. Because otherwise I might get to a point where it's like, well, you know, I guess I could, I guess the show can come out a day late. I really want to, eh, I can't find anyone this week. Whatever. We'll just skip it. We'll skip a week. No, I'm like, I got I to gotta get this out. There are people waiting to hear it. And I think you all might underestimate how much your participation has made this podcast what it is, all right? Because look, this show would not be what it is without your emails, you know, your tweets, your Facebook messages, comments on the r slash podcast subreddit, the Fanhor Fantasy Football League, my my supporters on Patreon, the, the cookies, the bucks, and of course, the booby pictures. Uh, they fuel a fire inside of me. Uh, granted, boobs tend to fuel fires inside of, of most men and, and, and some women, too. But uh, all the other stuff makes the fire uh, much bigger. And I got to thank you for that. Now, now, the most common question I get when I tell people ab- about the premise of this podcast, that women will sleep with me but not date me, the most common question I get after I tell them that is, uh, so what have you learned? You've talked to all these women you, you hooked up with. What have you learned? Uh, as you all know, I'm all about the Fifi's, uh, but I also love coming. And in the first half dozen years of my adulthood, I, I would let my, my feelings roam unchecked. I always blabbed too early and too often and came across as needy and clingy and emotionally reckless. And it wasn't that these women were emotionally unavailable. It was that I was exhibiting poor judgment in shouting love stuff so quickly. The poor judgment was unattractive. I'd let all that happy serotonin coursing through my brain escape through the uh, dumb front hole in my face. And this led to me getting hurt time and time again. Because, and obviously, like, as you know, women are not the only ones who get ambushed by the chemical high of a, of a new partner. I've taken uh, many an I love you out of the oven before it was fully cooked. And I have always come to regret it later on. Uh, so I, I was so focused, you know, on the goal of a girlfriend. But, you know, I wanted a girlfriend so she could just be a dumping ground for my out-of-control feelings. Instead, I needed to learn how to hone my emotions and get them under control. And that doesn't mean stop feeling. You know, it, it just meant understanding them better and harnessing them. Fifis are like jizz. You know, if you're, if you're not too careful, you'll get some in her eye. And that shit burns. So now I feel freely and I feel responsibly. I feel like that should be on a, a Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous poster. Just uh, love responsibly. I, you know, I, a lot of stuff I do has changed. I, I no longer flood my calendar with sex dates. I don't cruise through Craigslist and Reddit multiple times a day. 
I'm not a I'm not demanding affection from every chick I fuck. I'm just not as thirsty as I was two years ago. And I take that as the product of weekly introspections with you, the listeners. I guess uh, I guess what I've learned is that my my quest for love should not be a quest, but rather something I hope to stumble upon during my journey. And uh, hopefully that journey involves carbs. Fuck, I am hungry for fried things. I need lunch. Sorry, don't mean to get too mushy, but I think it's just so wild that I've been talking to y'all for a hundred straight weeks. I said this, I guess, a year ago during the one-year anniversary. You people know me better than, I would say, my family and some friends. Y'all really... I've gotten to hear things I've never said out loud a second time. And I think you all have heard me grow. I think you've all gone to follow me on this life path I'm on, which is the uh, rocky waves of a person's mid-twenties. Fraught with, uh, fraught with casual sex and career opportunities and love and heartbreak and loss and gain. And a few not productive trips to a casino, whatever. Uh, so I, I still find it crazy that you all want to listen to me for so long each week. I mean, granted, some of you don't like the long intros, but whatever. You can always skip ahead, or uh, if you become a patron, you get to know what timestamp to skip ahead to. <laughs> uh, you know, here's another thing I learned, and this one's less mushy. This one's more practical. You can take it home. Try it yourself. This piece of wisdom comes from a previous guest of mine, the slutty, the deviant, the often intoxicated Jefferson Bites. Uh, You may remember Jefferson from episode 17 of this show when he was talking about his Bukaki social club. And in that episode, he said to me something that really stood out, oddly profound. He said, Billy, there's always another Bukaki. There is. There's always another Bukaki. And I've curiously applied this mantra to almost everything in my life since then. Strangely enough. It really addresses that whole fear of missing out, the FOMO. FOMO is the worried millennials YOLO. So if it's a sex party, you don't got to go to every sex party you're invited to. There will be another one. Go see that opera that you really want to see or go hang out with that friend instead who's only in town that one night. There will be another sex party. I've applied it to women who want to sleep with me. Like, there will be women who want to sleep with me. There will be women who want to sleep with you. You don't have to fuck every single one of them. To the point that it's getting in the way of your your career aspirations and creativity and schedule. You can can really substitute Bukkake with anything, you know? Uh, You can substitute with jobs and parties to get shit-faced at and brunches and marathons and TV shows. There will always be more. So just remember that next time you're so worried, like, I got to go to this thing. Do you? Do you really have to? Can you just go to the next one? Something to think about, because it's really... Look, episode 17 was a fuck ton long ago, right? And it still stays with me this day. It's not like I re-listened to the episode. Um, It's just something that really stood out to me. 
so so substitute Bukaki with some other thing, and remember, there's always another one. For me, though, I there I still have to keep it the same. Though there will be another Bukaki. It's it still applies in its purest form to me. I want to take a moment out of the show. It's going to be a longer moment. Uh, in my intro, I just wanted to thank some people who I haven't thanked before, uh, who helped make this podcast what it is from the beginning, because without them, the show may never launched or may have never even happened the way uh, it did. And in the show notes of this episode on manhorpod.com, you'll see links to all of their stuff. They're all great, awesome, creative people. So in that way, I can keep this part briefer. Uh, you know, I want to thank my friend. She's a writer, AJ Marichal. She was one of the first people I ran this idea by, and she chimed in a lot about the show name. I, I don't even want to imagine what this show could have been titled without her input. The Man Whore Podcast may have been some really shitty, corny other name. <laughs> I want to thank Nick Callis, super funny comedian, friend of mine, also really talked me through the early stages of crafting the format of this show and what it would be and what its attitude was. And I want to thank him for that and also for uh, his failed attempt at creating a logo because the logo involved me crying. <laughs> Ultimately, I didn't think that was a good idea. Uh, Branson Belchie, my godbrother. I've mentioned him before. Phenomenal comic book artist. You got to check him out. And he did all the graphic stuff. He did the album artwork for this podcast. He designed the website. He he designed the graphics for the Manhor podcast condoms. Anything I needed artistically done, he did He's great. Um, a lot of you like the intro music of this podcast. That was sampled from a track from Kevin MacLeod uh, under a Creative Commons license. He makes a ton of music. Check him out, M-A-C-L-E-O-D. And uh, the voice, though, a lot of you ask me, who's that voice? It's not me. Is the insanely talented, super hilarious comedian Evan Williams. Um, I, I also want to thank uh, my friends Irene and Casey who did some test episodes with me back in the day when I was a horrendously bad podcast host. I also want to thank Corinne and Christina uh, from the Guys We Fucked podcast, the ladies who beat me to the punch. <laughs> oh, I just want to thank them for exposing so many fuckers to my show. Uh, shout out also to the r slash podcast subreddit community. Any question I had, whether it was technical or theoretical, they were able to solve it. They are all a bunch of talented um, audio engineers and podcasters and creators. Uh, some of them not so talented, but their heart's in the right place. Look, I'd have no idea what I'm doing as a producer without them because I'm a one-man team. So if you're a Redditor, go poke around that sub because uh, and they all have podcasts and podcast networks. So you can go discover some new shows. I don't want to get too Oscar acceptance speechy, but uh, I just want to thank my uh, grade school guidance counselor, Judy Shetletsky, for uh, always believing in me, keeping me from uh, giving up on myself and on life and on talents. She is uh, one of the most important women who ever came across me in my life. And of course, I got to thank all of the women who at some point made the questionable decision to put their tongue in my mouth and uh, and then later agree to talk about it on mic they are the brave ones here okay because most of them do not live in the public eye that's why this is a difficult podcast to do that's why sometimes i'm raising money to i don't want to say bribe but influence them to do the show because a lot of them have a lot of women have said no to doing this podcast so I appreciate so much 
the ones that were willing to share their personal lives with all of you listeners. They deserve a ton of your gratitude because, look, I would have talked about my dick with or without them. I just think this podcast is a lot more interesting when they're here. And uh, and can I just get can I get mushy one more time, please? Just once more. Fuck it. It's my podcast. I do what the fuck I want. Look, I am not celebrating 100 episodes of the Man Whore Podcast. All right? We are celebrating 100 episodes. Yeah. It's all of us. Because, so, look, some like I said before, this podcast is what it is because of you, listeners. Some of you have been here since the very beginning, and uh, some of you have discovered me along the way. But no matter how you stumbled upon my slutty show, I am just overjoyed and grateful that you did. But from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening. Thank you for saying hi. Thank you for showing me your tits. And thank you for your continued support. Uh, I wouldn't keep doing this without you. And I look forward to the next 100 episodes coming up. For the uh, 100th episode, I thought I'd do something a little special, something a little different. I, instead of having on just another one of my ladies, or just some special guest, I had on a, an acquaintance friend of mine, Kate Chiplinski. Kate and, Ch- Kate and I have not fooled around at the moment, or yet, or ever, uh, who knows. She once said that we're probably going to fuck, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> Kate runs uh, a very popular Tumblr called Boobs of Bushwick, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's a... Uh, It's a nice little hashtag free the nipple-esque Tumblr where uh, folks in Bushwick, both in bars and in public and in private, uh, show off their chesticles. Man, woman, whatever. Fun little thing. Anyways, I had her on to talk to one of her exes, someone she's slept with, to to revisit the relationship. Uh, She and... She and I are joined by Michael, and their relationship ended because Kate did a very bad thing. Or maybe not very bad, but Kate did a questionably bad thing. And I, we decided to have all three of us sit down and talk about it. I try to play uh, moderator as much as possible so I can observe what this interaction sounds like. But I thought it was pretty cool because, you know what? I kind of got to now experience what it's like for you, the listeners, to watch two former flames talk it out. I thought it was really cool, really interesting. We covered a lot of uh, great topics. They are just hilarious. Uh, Mike is very mellow. Apparently his nickname is Mellow Mike. Kate is a fucking character. Kate is just like a fireball of I don't even know what. A lot of talk about sex, a lot of talk about drugs, um, and a little bit of hint of rock and roll. We cover monogamy, dating, uh, lactating titties, pedophilia, and the morality of the word cunt as it comes from a, an Australian lass. So I think you're all going to love this episode. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. So why don't you sit back and relax. Enjoy the 100th episode of the Man Whore Podcast with me, Kate Chiplinski, and Mellow Mike. So yeah, just try to... Have a, have a civil conversation. It should be interesting. Fine. Yeah, civil is that really what you want? <laughs> civil. Uh, uh, well, it can I, be. It can be uh, loudly civil. I feel it's like. Fine, dude. Michael is not very loud anyway. I was. I was picking up on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah There's a reason why people mouth. call him mellow. 
They call what they call you Mellow Mike, like yeah. a Magic Mike sequel, like the lesser. <laughs> no, they used to call me Magic Mike at Mission Chinese. Because, uh, yeah, they're like, you're not allowed to pick your own nickname. So. You're not? Place. Is that the rule yeah. of chefs? You can't pick your own no, nickname. That's the rule of assholes. Yes. Ah. Okay. Okay. The uh, Szechuan is too weird there. Anyway, mm-hmm. made mm-hmm. my mouth tingle. Well, that's that's the Szechuan peppercorn. I don't like it. Well, yeah, you guys seem fine. What are you talking about? So one, the I I texted both of you. Yes. What if like in a word or two? How do you feel about the other one right now? What did I say? You said you like I like Michael, but I think he hates me. Oh, that's right. And then he goes. Respectfully indifferent, which I, <laughs> I loved. That's yeah, that's very true. That would be accurate. Funny. Well, actually, my boyfriend and I were walking down Knickerbocker a couple of weeks ago, and Michael was walking towards us, and I was like, "Oh, hey, Michael," and he was like, "Hey," and my boyfriend was like, "That guy fucking hates you," and I was like, "Well, yeah." He's got some reasons. I, don't, I, don't I told him. You. I mean. I don't hate you. <laughs> I told him what had happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his best friend. Wait, oh, that, oh, that guy. Yeah. And Wait, who's 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 whose best friend? Her boyfriend uh, and the guy that she was. Oh, that yeah. okay. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Okay, yeah, that's the end of the story. I'm just gonna ask you to speak up a little bit. You're oh, okay. Okay, sorry. It's gonna be hard. Yeah, uh, but so I'm here with with Kate Chiplinski from uh, the the popular Boobs of Bushwick blog Tumblr. Uh, Place where guys go to beat off, or feminists go to also beat off to just be like know. fight the power. And then uh, we got your ex Michael, yes, hello. also here. And uh, this is the one hundredth episode. He has credentials too. Oh, there's just Michael he's, is fine. He, he, he's Michael fine. <laughs> Kate's like you're modest, but this is this is the one hundredth episode of the Man Whore Podcast, which you know, which is a show where I talk to. Women I've hooked up with and dated uh, about sex and dating and the relationship. And I thought it'd be interesting to talk to two other people or have them talk to each other while I sit and watch. Uh, so, uh, so hello. Hi. Howdy. Howdy. So you two uh, used to date. Yep. Until uh, some things went down. What, so how, how, what timeline? Where are we talking about? Here, how long ago was this all? Um, maybe two and a half years ago. And you guys yeah. dated for how long? I don't know, three or four months, maybe. That sounds about right. Okay, so like a shorter relationship. Yeah, there was a lot of lead up to it where I was like, <laughs> fucking wasted all the time trying to hit on Michael, and he was just like, that you're, is correct. You're an asshole. Get away from me. I just uh, being of a more subdued nature don't really gravitate towards uh very loud rambunctious uh people in general but i don't mind being around like friends with those people because they do a lot of the talking for me and i just sort of passively sit there and listen and interject when need be so uh, or never when you're around me uh, now yes (laughs) well you told you told me that you guys met outside smoking so did she just like terrify you uh not not her- like um, for my safety, but in like a <laughs> social more way. Yeah, she you know in terms of like decorum and and you know respecting the neighbors and such. Yeah, she's <laughs> all right. So she was the aggressor. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Do you have a different uh, version of those events, or do you just not remember them? No, I remember. <laughs> See, I re- I still remember most things, but 
some things I had to be told, which is embarrassing, but I definitely remember that. Mm. I think I saw you walking down the street and I was like, hey. And then I was like, you should come to our house. And you did. And you were just like, what? Uh, the way I remember it is there was like at least one time we were at Pearls and uh, you were being the aggressor, as you say. <laughs> and I, you know, it was basically just like declining. No, no, thank you. Uh, and there was another time where I was probably a bit more hammered. And yeah. Well, why, was- you, why are you turning down? She's hitting on you real openly and you weren't interested. Uh, no, no, I wasn't. Yeah, honestly, um, <clears throat> I know that this is not yeah. news to me. No, no, no. no. And um, I think there was an offer of like doing some uh, some Molly or something on the table, and that may have been what spurred my. Uh, yeah, interest. I remember that very clearly. I was yeah. a lot more calm than I usually was, and he, I was there by myself, and you were there, and I was like, "Hey, Michael," and you were like, "Hey." <laughs> Basically, and I was like, would you like to come and do Molly with me at my house? And you were like, mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think there was, also, I don't know if that was that same time, but, well, we can get into that later. But anyways, yeah, yeah that's kind of how it all started. Yeah, and uh, then I was like, now is my time to shine. <laughs> and what does your time to shine look like? We just, I mean, we just got really high and like hung out of my bedroom and I think we were talking and Michael realized that I wasn't an absolute completely yeah. utterly ins- and like the insane person that yeah. people assume I am there was a death, most of the time. Death to it. Yeah. People do assume such a thing. Oh yeah. All the time, which is fine. You know, <laughs> I mean, first of all, she's Australian and I was born in New Zealand. Like my family are American. My old hey, brothers. Yeah. I'm half Maori and my dad's Polish. Your accent sounds super fake anyway to me. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is? Uh, all right. Let's, let's go back. She's actually from Florida. Um, from Gainesville. Gainesville, her favorite place on fucking planet Earth, which explains more to a the lot. fact. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't trust people from Florida. No offense to all you Floridians out there. Um, well, I mean, why would you? Yeah, they're like Australians. <laughs> it's true. That's why I like Florida so much. So you guys started dating. You guys hook up on Molly, and then you guys start dating. Is that what? I mean, it was just a matter of. You uh, can also feel free to talk to each other. Like I'm going to try to talk as little as possible here. That's fun. Um, I think we were just hanging out, and yeah. then and then. I mean, you know, it's a matter of convenience. Like if you're hanging out with someone and they want to get high and fuck, then uh, why not? You know, it sounds yeah. great. And then we became like better friends and we like spent a lot more time together. And plus we worked on the same block. He was working at um, Northeast Kingdom and I was working at a bar called Mizelle that is not there anymore. Okay. So it was like on opposing corners and it was super convenient. And I lived down the street and yeah. And it was summertime. Plus I was going through like a pretty shitty breakup. I moved to New York for a guy in a band that ended up being a junkie and a sociopath. And Is so that how it always of... goes, moving for a guy in a band? Oh, oh absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 100%. <laughs> I mean, that's really not my style. But when it happened, all my friends were like, what? And I'm like, yeah, yep. And um, I'm glad I did it because I really love, I love living in New York. And if I hadn't have done that, I wouldn't be here. Okay, having this conversation. Yeah, you would have. Uh, you would have never met him to then. Very true. 
Both make a lot of wrong be decisions. Be so different. <laughs> <laughs> Better different? Just know. different, I, different. Yeah, different, different. I mean, according to my boss at the time, Chip was uh, a fucking legend in Brooklyn. <laughs> Um, and Kevin, I, yeah. uh, shout out to shout, Kevin. Kevin, eighty and Pharaoh, killing the game. Uh, I, yeah, I, her notoriety preceded her and will haunt her past forever. I think, but um, that's not necessarily something that I am so uh, apt to being associated with. I well, guess. what was the notoriety? She, uh, see her sexuality it's just you know she's a goddamn mess yeah 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 what's uh yeah what what come on tell me more no it's just these are a bunch of people i mean who, i think that who, i can pretty much just sum it up like yeah. uh the first like year i lived here i was with that dude and i didn't really do a lot because uh I, there was a lot of heroin involved and then when we broke up i was like fuck this i'm fucking doing stuff and so i did Okay, lots stuff. of stuff. Tell, what what is stuff? No I one did listening lots knows of human what, beings. You did lots of human beings. Yeah, I like really spent a lot of time just doing whatever I wanted because um, I was in a relationship for so long where I didn't do anything I wanted. I just did whatever he wanted, and then I was like, "Well, this is not who I am," and so I basically tore it up. You yeah. slept around a lot. I slept around a lot, but it wasn't even really that. Actually, no, not as much as people assume, really. Right. Not anywhere near as much as people assume. No one listening is assuming. We just want to know. No, I'm just saying, like, from memory. The people, the citizens of Bushwick assume one thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I come across as, like, really slutty, and I use that in, like, a really positive way. And, like, I know that, and I love humans, and I like being friends, making friends, and, like, talking to people, and, like, I don't know, like, building relationships relationships and friendships and um i'm really flirty and i think a lot of people assumed that i was like boning a lot more than i was and i really wasn't at all actually um i think i mean i think most of her reputation is not you know based on sexuality so much as like being at a bar being the loudest person there and possibly the most fucked up and uh raging super hard and enjoying it and having no shame about it. And that's um, not your normal type? <laughs> uh, no. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's, that's, not, that's not to say that I am not that way. Like, I, you know, when I first moved to New York City, which was around that time, you know, maybe six months before that, I was, when I first moved here, I moved without a job. I moved with like a few thousand dollars. And my friend knew a guy, my friend Lindsay actually knew this guy who, uh, sold a lot of drugs and so I would just buy like some some molly from him and go around and just like sell little bits here and there it's just kind of like it wasn't really making money so much it was you know being that I'm like really quiet and reserved when I get like fucked up I am more outgoing and I'm more uh, I, I meet people more and I really like it was kind of a, a mechanism to sort of get out and not feel like weird about being alone and being uh you know, by myself, basically in a new city, um, and it was really productive. Actually, I met a lot of people. You know, like half of them, I never talked to again. The other half, I probably you know have their phone num- number in my phone, but but they're not all loud blowhards like like Kate here. <laughs> no, no, it's just, it definitely is like the least uh, 
likely person that I would have uh, connected with in such a deep way, I guess. But you know, yeah. I'm how do, how deep was this uh, this this relationship? It was only a few months, but yeah. But I mean, you know, I mean, not not in a bad way. But Kate's got a fucked up past, and like you know, I'm really like sensitive, caring person, and I'm like emotional, and I have mo- you know. I'm not good at meeting people in bars because I don't do small talk very well. Mm. I'm not good at flirting. Like I just kind of reserved. But when I do start talking, it's, you know, it gets like deep and like you can have a long conversation with me, but it's meaningful and it's, you know, going to be about more than just, uh, trying to get in their pants. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Our friendship, our relationship, while it was, when it was like good, it was good. And he was really good for me and good to me. And, uh, I really enjoyed it. He knows a lot about me and he learned. You can say it to him. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true. You know a lot about me. Yeah. And I know like a pretty decent amount about you too. Like I I know I talk a lot and I I get fucked up too much sometimes, but I still care and I still listen and I still remember. Absolutely. Yeah. So like I think that our relationship, like in terms of like the depth, like the gravity of it was like, it it was fucking cool. It was deep. It was good. Yeah, and then it wasn't. And and why wasn't it? I fucked up. Well, but that's that's such a I think a footnote. I mean, you know, the whole time we were together, I was basically being like, you know, we're not we're not dating Kate. Or like, first of all, I never call her Kate. She never let me call her Kate. Chip, chip, chip. <laughs> really? Um, Did I really do that? I was yeah. like, it's not Kate. I don't care. Actually, I don't know why. I'm anyways, like I prefer that. I like calling her Kate. But anyways. It, you know. I like him. He seems sweet. He he's seems like, great. I he told seems you like a more great. subdued version of me. I know it says man whore, but I'm a fucking hopeless romantic. <laughs> well, I listened to like half of one of your podcasts, and I, I don't know if I got that vibe from it. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's just like a snippet, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, what we're talking about but. uh we say it the the you said it was a footnote the oh just, I mean, we, we were like not in a, we weren't like boyfriend and girlfriend we were like let's do this but be open super cash well yeah and i also you know no offense this is gonna sound shitty but you know i just still was like not convinced that like i wanted to be with you but like it was it was fun and it was you know it was i think it was mostly based on sex and drugs and rock and roll you know like, yep um the first time we hooked up, I'm pretty sure she said something to the effect of, Michael, I'm, I'm, Michael. Pretty, I'm pretty fucked up sexually. You can pretty much do whatever you want. To. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Brutal. I mean, it's the truth. <laughs> My yeah. boyfriend is going to listen to this and be like, oh. He's like, oh, man, she didn't say that to me. Why can't I do whatever I want? No, I'm, I'm sure he knows. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. There's, That's hilarious. There's, I mean, there's. Uh, other crazy stuff. I don't want to offend your boyfriend, though. So I'll, no, no, no. Don't, trust me. Yeah, don't hold back. I, uh, I don't care. He's about cool. Him. <laughs> he knows. He's fine. Yeah, no. I um, you you won't offend him. I'm just laughing. Did you do yeah. something that was so outlandish? Dude, the first no, I mean, time I hooked up with my boyfriend, I think I was like, I was feeling not great about myself, and I like got naked, and I was like, I'm sorry. And he was like, Sorry for what? I was like, I just have like a love affair with sandwiches, and he was like what uh okay i was just i think i was trying to say like sorry i'm fat or something were you are, were you high that sounds like Actually, something a high person would sorry, say sorry i hate to like put a hijack just, on this but take, yes i was just take clothes off and be like i'm sorry sorry i'm gross <laughs> no i don't do drugs anymore okay. right um and i haven't really since michael and i broke up or it ended and uh there's a good reason for that um but 
I was out at a staff party and my best friend Alexandria shoved a bunch of Molly down my throat in the bathroom. And I was like, no, dude. I was like, I don't do drugs anymore. Like, I can't. And she was like, shut up. Everyone was already high. I showed up late because I had to work. I was like, for a good, like, maybe 40 minutes, I was like, I'm having the best time. Why don't I do drugs anymore? This is awesome. And then (laughs) fell off the bar. And by this stage, I texted my boyfriend. We weren't dating or anything. We hadn't even hooked up. And I was like, hey, help me or something. I was like, come to where I'm at. And he was around the corner and he did. And I was like, I feel really safe with you. And he was like, whoa. After he saw me fall off the bar and was like, would you like me to help you get home? Okay. And I was like, yes. And by home okay, I hope you mean your home okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know really what was going through my mind. Like the drugs hit me so hard and I was like, fuck. And I was like basically passing out of the bar because it was like high, high. And then I was like, this is why I don't do drugs anymore because I felt awful. And we got to his apartment and then all of a sudden I felt a lot better. And I was like, hey. But then you took your clothes off. You were like, oh, hey. And then I was like, sorry about it. The sandwiches and everything. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's funny. Thanks, Molly. Molly's fucking. She's cutie. So you stopped doing you stopped doing drugs uh, in part because of the situation that ended things between you two. Um, uh, not entirely, but that that was like something to do with it. A factor. I just like I've had an issue with drugs like for a really really long time, and then when what's that? Australian. (laughs) Yeah. Australian. Yeah, and also like my family are Californian, and my family are in um. Some kind of related industry to the thing. And um, so, yeah, I was like, you know what? I don't want to wind up like some of my family members. And uh, uh, I have a pretty good grasp on like nutrition. And I was like, this is just not good for me. And if I want to do anything with my life, then I really got to cut it out. And like my mom died when I was 18. So I was just like, you know what? She wouldn't be very proud of me right now. So... You know, I had to make some changes. Okay. Yeah. So so the relationship's good. It's less boyfriend, girlfriend. It's more like a casual thing, but deep. It was I mean, pretty you know, intense. And, uh, for all intents and purposes, it was a relationship. Okay. Yeah. We weren't sleeping with other people. I was, was, just, that, like I an was a, just... Was that an agreement you guys made? No, we actually others? agreed that we could sleep with other people, but yeah. while we were together, we didn't. We were just together all the time. I yeah. Think, you know, um, I effectively was like pretty much living at her place for a little while too. Um but you know, it just I think is that why you had? Did you have a did you have a key to the place? Yeah, he yes, sure I did. So does, so does that lead up to the night in question? Sure yeah, does. Do you want to tell your version of events? Um, I mean, yeah, it's pretty simple. I, you know, she was out with some friends, and I was probably the same or something like that. But um, she's like, you know, I'm I'm like way over in like I don't know, Navy Yards. I'm not gonna be not gonna be home tonight. You can totally stay at my place. And I was like. Cool. Oh, I did. That's what happened. Yeah, and so I go home, and I stayed out later than I thought I was going to. She actually beat me home. So when I got home, like the door was kind of closed to her bedroom, which was kind of odd. And I opened it, and there's like a naked man, and her uh, passed out. Very, very, very passed out. <laughs> Couldn't wake either of them. You tried to wake them. Oh yeah, like you gave a little naked poke, something like that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> something like that. If I was I awake, I'd really tell wanna... you how aggressive it was, but I was oh, sorry I couldn't be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was just uh, so like traumatized by the thing, and I also like I had to work really early the next day. I think so. I knew I wasn't 
going to make it to work if I like went all the way back to Bedsty and had to be back at like 10 a.m. Oh no! Did you sleep there? Uh, I didn't sleep there. I oh, okay. stayed there. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Had a conversation with her uh, roommate, uh, Bronnie, in the morning, and uh, you know, told her what was up, and was just kind of like looking for some sort of is this is am I crazy here? Is this like <laughs> normal? You know, how did you feel? Awful. Yeah. How, how would you Maybe feel? Because I just you know, I saw a cock too. You know, it's just like ugh, this is, this is gross. Um, <laughs> not that, not not that cocks are gross, but it's just like in the bed that I usually sleep in, and you know, stuff like, You're like that. that's usually my spot where your balls are. Right, right. <laughs> no, my head normally goes there. Right. Um, this is brutal. <laughs> oh, there's so much more stuff, fun stuff to talk about, though. Right? Yeah. All right. I don't know. I think this is uh, this. That's is pretty much exactly what happened. Except I forgot up until now that I told you to stay there. In yeah. my mind, the way it had happened was, and this is why you should stop doing drugs. You, it's so much harder to cheat when you're high and mixing up information. Yeah. yeah. Right. In my mind, I didn't say that. I believe I definitely did. Sounds like something I'd do. Be like, oh yeah, if I can stay there, I was. Out with my best friend and another best friend of mine, and well, just a bunch of really, really good friends. We went to Afropunk. Okay, we got busted up. I wasn't even on doing drugs; I was just wasted. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then I guess I didn't think I was going to end up back in Bushwick. We all had made plans to stay in my friend Damien's spot or whatever in like Park Slope, but then we were like, "Yeah, we should go back to Bushwick because why not?" And I guess I just forgot that I told you to stay there. And then I hooked up with my friend. Wait. Yeah, I'll beep. After this, I'll beep. I don't know his name. Like the boss you said. Like, I'll be beeping names. Uh, yeah. Don't beep out. Kevin. Kevin's Kevin, the Kevin be happy about this. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, I guess, yeah, we burned, I suppose. And then, yeah, I didn't there's wake actually, up. That's actually, a, there's a little confusion there because in the morning, I came out. Yeah, you, you came out, and I and I was there, and I I'm like, oh, you like, you know, you fuck this guy, blah blah. I'm like, oh come on, was it as reserved as that? Was it or was it a little more? Probably. Um, no, you, does see, he get angry? You not get... really. I, I mean, he was. You can tell when he's angry, but he doesn't really raise his voice. It's just like the vibes different, and it's really scary. Okay, yeah, that's my how my mom was to me when I was a kid. You know, like, because <laughs> um, your mom's Burmese, right? Half. But it doesn't matter. She's just Still. like she's a very. Right. I mean, she used to get fucking you know beat when she was a kid, and she just told promise she would never do that to her child. But instead of that, she, she beat you with like her tone of voice. Exactly. <laughs> she's just very like you could just tell she's mad at you, and you feel like oh shit. But uh, no, I just I was like basically like you know asking like not not really asking. I was like you fucking you know you fuck this guy like. Did you know you, what did I didn't use, actually. We I, got naked. I, well, that's the thing. I was yeah. like, did you at least use a condom? We're like, yeah, we used use a condom. And then later you came back and we're like, we didn't fuck. I was like, yeah. I was like, what, what I fucking one is it? I thought we had. See what had happened. What had happened was we were going to, and then we straight up passed out. Like we got naked and then we fell asleep. Well, passed out. It's a difference. Alcohol. And then yeah, I and then that. I woke up drunk. And then when you were like coming at me, I was like, yeah, 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 totally. Mm-hmm. And then I spoke to the guy, and he was like, Nah, dude, we didn't even do anything. Yeah. I was like, Oh, so damn. technically I'm in the clear. Yeah, so I'm good. Of. I'm good now, right? <laughs> I just had a naked sleepover with a friend. Yeah, <laughs> relax, <laughs> Michael. 
well, it still felt shitty. Yeah, and, uh, I would yeah. imagine. Oh, gave me, I felt really bad about it yeah, myself. But it gave me like all the reason I needed to just end something that I didn't necessarily know. You know, it's kind of like I woke up one day and I was just like, "What the fuck just happened?" Like, because <laughs> I was never like it's the Kate Chip experience. It's the Kate Chip experience, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you were about to say, but I, I heard when we, I was asking you before, before Kate got here, you were like, "Yeah, I didn't even." I, she approached me and I wasn't even really that interested, but I went with it anyway. It yeah. sounded like you were, you were, well, about- you know, when I, you know, I'd been in the city for less than a year and where I had come from, I was, you know, a bit more, uh, prolific, uh, than I ever have been since really. Like, you know, I was, came from, uh, Omaha, Nebraska and I was like prolific. Wait, I was like, with he women? was like a big deal. Oh yeah. I just, I Slept around a lot. You were the big I, swinging dick got, in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, you know Omaha, Omaha. Sorry, ah. Uh. And I just, I, yeah, I, I got to enjoy the company of like many beautiful young females, and like he's so reserved. I you know, know, right? he, he he won't just say like, yeah, I fucked a lot of people. That's why I liked him because he's I was like, guy. he's it's so such a good guy. Why'd yeah. you fuck this up? Uh, because I'm an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Nice <laughs> uh, it goes with uh, boyfriends and vases that she breaks all of them and just like you can't have this Kate. Yeah, <laughs> people are trying to get away from me. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, well, there was that one time. Uh, Do I ever? I was actually talking about him the other day. We went to the beach. Oh God, yeah. And do you remember what happened? Yeah, uh, she took Molly with uh, some people. I don't know if I had taken any, but you did. Uh, yeah, and then. I just kept, <laughs> you said something, or I, I don't know if I heard through the grapevine that you wanted to fuck him in the bathroom. I don't know if she actually did or not. I definitely did not. Okay. Uh, was, there was, was like something he suggested to me and I was like, so high. I was like, that sounds, yeah. All right. And then I think I said to you, I was like, would you mind or something? <laughs> yeah. But then this guy got way more high and then he divulged to me that he had a thing for underage girls. Oh, right. Do you remember that? Oh, vaguely, maybe. Dude, How do you was, vaguely remember that? That's a thing. It was. I mean, I told you, and you were like, "Nah, nah, 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 nah." Yeah. And I was just like, "Oh yeah, yeah right okay. on." Like, okay. <laughs> what do I say? To yeah, this? and I was like, "So tell me about it." And he's like, "Well, you know, like, so he was so fucked up, dude." And he was just like, "I just, yeah, I see him walking down the street, and I'm like." I like that. I was like, oh my God. And like, you know, I'm not going to like try and berate this guy who's just divulged something that he clearly realizes is not okay. And also he's high as shit. So like, I just like listened to him tell me about these things. And I was like, huh. He used to live in our friend's closet. <laughs> yeah. Lived in a closet. He lived in a closet. Lived in a closet and would just like DJ for hours on end. But he DJs in the closet to like just a party of one. Just yeah. I was just gonna say yes. party solo DJ set. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Did you have you ever had someone divulge like a crazy kink that was a little too much for you? Uh. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure at some point, but nothing like. That's been like, oh, nothing like illegal. I mean, the guy, this guy the other day at work, you know, is like, hey, I'm standing in there watching a show. He's like, hey, do you party? And I was like, yeah, party. And he's like, all right, you know, you want to go to the bathroom? I was like, sure, sure. And, you know, he gives me a couple bumps and then he's like, you should let me suck your dick. (laughs) And I was like, "Uh, no, you know, he's like, even if I, you know, was into that, which I'm right now, especially not, you know, sometimes when I get fucked up, I get kind of like, Depraved, you know, like I'm like, oh, this is like really sick, 
but that's I'd, fuck, I'll do it. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, and uh, well, like, wait, 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 you get depraved sexually like, when, yeah, uh, when just, you get yeah, fucked just up? Like, you know, uh, like hooking up with like a a dude, <laughs> a dude, yeah, or like someone who's really not my type, um, chip. And Shit. <laughs> Hi, that's me. Hi. And uh, alcohol and drugs seem to be at the bottom of a lot of things in this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was a weird time. There was this one experience I had before I met Chip, where um, a girl that I met on the train that lived in my neighborhood, like she was really cute and whatever. It took like months, but I finally like we like hooked up one time, and it was amazing. She was great, half Colombian, half Italian. Nice, yeah, you know. But um, nice. then. One day we were hanging out and her best friend was in town and uh, her best friend had just like given birth and was in, was in New York City and kind of oh, just I like, remember uh, this. Um, you know, celebrating her kind of, you know, her freedom from the nine, <laughs> nine plus months of uh, pregnancy yeah. Yeah. and drugs, alcohol. Uh, we get back to the apartment and the... the the new mother is like, you know, fuck, I really need to pump. And then the other girl goes into the fridge and like pulls out the pump and also pulls out a bottle of, of breast milk. And is like, do you want some? I was like, no, 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 I'm good. And the girl starts drinking it. And I was like, wow. And she's like, you sure you don't want some? I was like, jokingly, I'm like, I'd only drink it from the source, you know? And did you drink it from the source? I totally remember the story. I did. And it was goddamn delicious. Yeah, man. <laughs> ever had Lactators are great. <laughs> It, it's weird. I never, I never hooked up with. Do you a want lac- to tell that story, Michael? Because I don't remember it. <laughs> All I know is this behind uh, SUV outside Pearls, and I think you told me that story, and I was like, I can lactate. Yeah, you can lactate. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yay! I think. Also, I think where's the- that on the on the blog? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Not, it's not something that really happens anymore. I don't know. Yeah, and it, I think. Yeah. It was it different. It's very different. I don't know if childbirth or the copious amounts of poison that was in your system <laughs> tainted the milk, but it did not taste the same. Yeah, I definitely wasn't pregnant or had recently been pregnant, so it was no. I mean, I've had I, it's been going on for years, and I was like, oh, I can do that, and you were like, okay, and you were like, that's not the same. He <laughs> says she had, she has crummy breast milk. Is that what you're trying to say? Sure, not I mean, the same. Not the same. <laughs> the, the the real shit tastes like fucking ambrosia. <laughs> everybody it's probably actually you know it's better than better for you than bovine milk uh it's probably you know it's full of everything that can sustain human life yeah. for months so uh <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. yeah Lactators. don't knock it till you try it and if you get a chance fucking do it dude that's wild yeah how was uh how was y'all sex we didn't bone all the time because there was so much most people don't bone all drugs. the time some people have jobs but it was and good hobbies, like yeah. they do in no, between it i mean it, no it was good because <laughs> you know she was you know, I don't know. I have up, not. I have well, not I mean, had sex I'm with saying, Kate. You know, she said she was <laughs> fucked up sexually, so I could do whatever. But it was, you know, she was free. I'm a free person. I just, and you know, I uh, don't know. Kink. Tell me. Well, I mean, things. I don't like boring sex. I don't like you know the way fucking white people fuck. That. You know, <laughs> <laughs> You're Hispanic, right? No, he's no. Burmese. I'm not, I'm, I have no look. I'm a you pro- are Burmese. I'm Shut a up. proper American, and I have no idea where the fuck that is. Okay, I'm half white, I'm half, white half brown. Okay, uh, but yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm basically, <laughs> white people. Fuck. White, yeah. Well, um, I'm not white either. I look hella white, but I'm half Maori. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm fully white, but I don't. Oh, I, I know. I don't think I fuck quote unquote like a white person. Yeah, yeah but you're not. also not an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I use that term loosely. <laughs> and if I've offended any of you white people out there, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Basically. Um, you know. Get better at it. Do yeah, some research. Yeah. Just you know, I've I've encountered so many women who or girls who don't like uh, don't like receiving. Uh, Oral sex doesn't that drive you nuts? Uh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's a turnoff. It's very like it, it shows me that you're not uh, in touch with yourself and that you're not capable of like you know. My mom told me when I was younger. She's like, you know, me- sex is messy and like it's great, but if you're not ready for like that sort of level of like I guess we call it intimacy, connection, PC, intimacy, yeah, whatever. yeah. It's just like if you're not ready to get like down and dirty, maybe you shouldn't be doing it. You know, if you're not ready to take the risk of, oh, just do know, it with some white dude or girl. Yeah, you know, very like <laughs> clean. Have you hooked up with a dude? I feel like you were like in, uh, hinting at that before. No, I mean I've no. definitely considered it, but it's not something uh, I'm act. I don't know. I just I don't think it would like provide me with any. Uh, I think it'd be more for. Um, a sort of a scholarly curiosity than anything else. It'd be know? an academic fuck. Yeah, I you know, and I definitely could not receive any sort of. Uh, I couldn't be the uh, you know the bottom by any means, and I you know something about maintaining erection is very closely tied to how turned on you are. And I don't so know. wait, you meant you'd have more problem being the top? No, I have more. I, oh, okay. I can't. I would not be able to take it in the ass, and I don't think I would. Uh, be able to necessarily maintain an erection long enough to like actually have any sort of meaningful uh yeah sex I, but it would be you know i would like i think i would suck a mean dick but i don't because <laughs> i you know had to train a few people so you had to train a few people <laughs> if i if i ever got into male prostitution and it would, i had to have a male client i just i already know that it would i would charge more to have to like receive head or to top for the same reason you said, because now I got like mentally do gymnastics. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I can. You could can, use your imagination and shit. Yeah, right. giving head or taking in the ass, like you can dissociate and just become a whole. I have a good you know? friend who's, uh, you know, he's an amazing person. He's he's done some crazy stuff and like crazy, crazy, and also just like crazy interesting stuff in his life. But do I know this person? Uh, you've never met him, I don't think. Mm. No, but who are you talking about? No, <clears throat> Andrew uh, Horton. Oh God, <laughs> no. Uh, but this guy was a was a. Uh, I was a prostitute for a while in, in California, and for men or for women, for whatever it was a high, you know, a very for high end thing. And he was, cause he was dating a girl that was also worked for the company, but he himself was so like kind of you know, a Renaissance man that he he thought for sure that if when it came down to it, he'd be able to like you know service men, and he tried like three or four times. It could never actually do it. Is it kind of like was against what he thought he was about. You know, he, he thought he was, like, you know, a free person sexually and, like... Did it know, bum him out? Uh, probably a little bit. But, I mean, also, you know, I don't think... It, that just means probably that he didn't really want to do it deep down. So mm-hmm. it's probably saved him a little bit of trauma or something like that. <laughs> something. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you're, like, you you say you, you call yourself queer. Like, you're, so you're kind of super If you into, really got to put a label on it. I mean, look, sometimes you got to... There's a box, and it's... if it You, you can't move on to the next web page unless you've, like, clicked the box says it can't Very continue. True. You know, so... Uh, but you're just kind of into whatever is hot to you that day. Yeah, that day, <laughs> that hour. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. For a long time, I mean, when I was 18, I had a girlfriend. She was rad. 
Um, I have like casually dated women. I've slept with a lot of women. Uh, I'm like into chicks, and the older I get, the more into women I become. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like ultimately, like you know, one of my favorite things is what dick. Nice. <laughs> so. Michael's just kind of like nice. Has like, yeah, yeah. she does I mean, love that. There, you've yeah. met me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've heard that from other people too. I mean, I yeah, think it's one of those things that you can't really, you know, substitute something else for it. Yeah, and I've definitely like, yeah, I've definitely done a lot of different things with a lot of different women and men. But uh, yeah, like I said, I have a boyfriend now, yeah. and he makes me super, super happy. And right now, we're in a monogamous relationship. We started off open. You went backwards. Yeah, and you know. Did you know, make a similar? Did he also walk in on you with a naked man? <laughs> no, uh, he with a woman. No. Um, oh my god! What? Oh, Both? Did he walk in on you with no, a man no, no, and no, a woman? no? Listen, <laughs> this is like low key hilarious and not at the same time. I got arrested and I was in jail. My boyfriend is such a champion. He showed up to the precinct, grabbed my cell phone, grabbed my bag. Fortunately for him, he went into my phone and found a video Ooh. that I'd made. Thing is, <coughs> we were open at the time. He was off doing his own thing. And so then I went off and did my own sure. thing. Um, and he watched it. And that obviously bummed him out a lot, as if I'd seen anything like that. But like... I would never go through someone's How wild. Uh, sure, yeah, it's the price of Snoopin, but like, oh, how God. crazy was this video that he's going to be scarred? This. I'm going to have fucking PTSD. <laughs> You're going to have PTSD? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I had regular sex and then anal sex with a dude. Okay. I think we should start a support group for fucking people. That have... <laughs> people in like vaguely defined relationships, but like no, still kind of... people, that, people that, have, that have met <laughs> oh, me. People have dated Chip. <laughs> yeah. People that have met me or dated me. Yeah, or mm-hmm. met her, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a bummer for both of us because I obviously felt bad to a degree. And then I was like, you know, technically I didn't do anything wrong. And then we were like, you know, what we should do is we should be monogamous for a mm-hmm. minute, really try and figure it out. Um, and then, you know, slowly try and work towards um, being in an open relationship that's like healthy and like trusting because like we both agree that we're not really like into being monogamous for the rest of our lives and that's great but right now <laughs> sure that we have a few things we've got to work on totally totally but that shirt is like not going to be monogamous for 50 years we know this shirt yeah yeah i love this shirt <laughs> i got this shirt in australia it makes me look like a like a dyke i love it <laughs> my boyfriend whenever i wear sh- like shirts like this buttoned up all the way he fucking hates it he's like he said to me a couple weeks ago he's like usually i date girls and like, I was like, what mm-hmm. the fuck well, does well, that like, mean, very, like dude? Like very femme girls? I, he I, said, usually I date girls. And I was like, excuse me? And he was like, no, no, no. I mean like um, like, like feminine, like I, girly I used, girls. I used to say that, you know, Chip had my the ideal body I wish I had if I was a man. <laughs> <laughs> She's tall, you know, broad-shouldered, was an athlete. Like, I was like, damn, I, I wish I had that physique. Uh, With or without the tits? Either way. Either way, I guess, you know. Yeah, but he what he meant was like, you know, really feminine, like girly girls. And I was like, yo, brah, like I can do that too. Oh. And so, dude. And then like one day, like a few weeks ago, I like, I, you know, I don't wear makeup. I put on some makeup. I put on some eyeliner and like mascara and lipstick. I did my hair. 
Yeah. And I put on like a really fancy like designer dress that I have. I wore some heels. And he was just like, we went out and spent a whole day together. The whole day, he was staring at me like I was a completely different person. And I was like, dude, stop. And he's like, you just, you're so pretty. I was like, <laughs> shut up. Like, shut the fuck up. And he was just like, but you so. And I was like, could you not, dude? It was like embarrassing. But I did it. I was like, see, I can do this. This is more your meanwhile, natural like, state, though. <laughs> this is me in my natural state. Yeah. But like, meanwhile, I've got like <clears throat> this dry air in the wintertime, like fucks up my lungs. Plus, I smoke cigarettes, which I shouldn't do, but whatever. So I'm like coughing up phlegm and like spitting it out on <laughs> Bedford Avenue. And I'm like dressed super fucking nice. And he's just looking at me like, you're an asshole. Like, you're, the, you're gross. I'm like, I'm pretty. Um, yeah, remember I, I was pretty five minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> you Just, you date this. This is your yeah, like welcome your to your choice. future. <laughs> yeah, his, I've seen photos of his ex girlfriends and stuff, and they are they're all really really pretty. Mm. Okay, so and we were talking. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way I like them too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you uh, you know, with the vaguely defined relationships <laughs> that like seem to permutate like all around New York City. Do you think, had you not walked in on her, you guys would have dated a lot longer? Or do you think it no. still was going to end up I mean, it was, breaking it off? It was not built on any type of foundation that's you know would last. But, you know, I think it was... Because uh, my, my perception is that you kind of were apathetically staying with her. That's kind of what I was picking up on. Yeah, I think so. I think that's about right. I mean, I definitely... I, like I, you know, I told you I'm, you know, respectfully indifferent. Like, when I, we had a dick conversation over the... The phone, you know, I'm like, I respect Chip, you know, I don't give a fuck if I you know, piss you off, but yeah. you know, I, I no, really I do, mind. you know, I have love for Chip and it's not based in like a sexual matter. And I think that's, you know, hardly a reason to stay in, uh, you know, any sort of relationship loosely defined or otherwise with someone, unless you're, you know, you both just want to like, you know, have fun and fuck every once in a while, or whatever. But I, I was getting to the point where. We were going to have to make a definition because, uh, it, you know, we had been, you know, monogamous for a while on our own accord and uh, it was not going to last that much longer. No, and like, no, it wasn't. And not because I don't also have love for Michael, but it was like, like I said, you know, I was going through a breakup and this guy was like destroy, still trying to destroy my life. And I also was like aware of like how fucked up I was in terms of like my the amount of alcohol and drugs that I was doing and I didn't want to keep doing that cuz it's not good for me. Michael is much better at drugs than I am because <laughs> he just is. And like I kind of just wanted to try and clean up my act anyway, and I went to LA for a vacation to hang out with my family and I didn't do drugs out there. I didn't really drink, mm-hmm. really didn't smoke any cigarettes either, and I came back thinking like I can't really maintain this this lifestyle and it wasn't Michael's fault, but it was entirely up to me and to change and i just don't think like it would have been like it our dynamic would have changed and it just would have been absolutely yeah i mean if i hadn't have done that we definitely would have been able to have a conversation and like break up whatever (laughs) and you know be fine but rather than being a pragmatic and mature human being i destroyed everything so why we can't have nice things that's why we can't have nice things and you know i was intending on sitting down with michael after i go back from LA and being like you know i think whatever a b c or d about our relationship but um i didn't do that in time and then that had happened so yeah i don't i don't blame you for not sitting down and talking i don't you know 
the, the reason I even agreed to do this is because this is like not a huge deal for me. I, it sucked at the time, and you know it always hurts to be hurt. But as a rational person, like she didn't necessarily do anything wrong. It just was really unfortunate that she told me I should stay at her place, and then that you know uh, you know that happened. But if that you know if if I'd found a video or if I had you know you know if I just walked in on my own accord and like that was happening, I would. It would have been a little bit different story, you know. So it, there's no like Kate's a fucking bitch feelings or anything. Uh, no, she's a cunt. She's different, you know. It's a different kind of uh, yeah. the Australian uh, cunt. Yeah, yeah, but Australian cunts like a lot more endearing. I call my best friends cunts, and right. I call people I don't like that much mate. Yeah, but then you came to this country and we're like, wait, I can't say it. It's like our word. Oh, it's, it's yeah, it's funny because please. I came here and I was in L.A. with my siblings, and they were like, listen, Kate, you can't say that. I was like. Listen up. I can do whatever the fuck L- I want. Listen up, you cunts. <laughs> yeah. I'm going like, to say Like, listen, what I want. sister, you fucking cunt. I'll fucking <laughs> say whatever I want. And I've definitely toned it down a lot since uh, living in Australia. I know that's kind of hard to believe, but, you know, the place is weird. And we basically communicate uh, with cuss words. Uh-huh. And we understand each other. Here, I need to use my words. And it's so hard. So, so the split was amicable. <laughs> Um, there wasn't like there, I don't no, know. I'm actually, well, what was the fallout? What was the aftermath? So Michael was Michael was mad, and I and he had every right to be, and I felt fucking awful, and there was really nothing I could do except be like, I'm really sorry, which I really was, but like he just needed to be really mad mm-hmm. and like be mad, and we needed to not be even friends at that point, and but something funny happened. I think it's funny. He took a screenshot of him defriending oh. me on Facebook. It was like, are you sure you want to remove Kate Chaplinsky as a friend or whatever? And he screenshot that and put it on Instagram. And I was like, what? I was out huh. with my friends and somebody called me. I don't remember who. And they were like, dude, did you see what Michael did? I was like, on, on Instagram? I was like, no, I haven't been on Instagram today. And they were like, well. <laughs> Sent uh. me the screenshot and I was like, oh, this fucker, like, fair. But also, nah, dude. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, that's absolutely social right. media. <laughs> I mean, it definitely is not a mature thing to do, but uh, it felt pretty good. <laughs> felt felt good. Felt like a win. Uh, not a you win. You took it down eventually. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. I did. Yeah. Um, no, just she was exactly right. You know, I she was sorry, and I, you know, I accepted it, and I did need to be mad for a while because you know it's just part of the sort of grieving process, and I it, it all worked out in the end. You know, I. I'm happy that she's happy now, and I'm happy that I'm happy now. You have a girlfriend now, right? Yeah. Very tiny, beautiful girlfriend, yes. <laughs> she's oh, pretty. is he trying to hurt my she, feelings? No. She, she's pretty and wears makeup, you're saying? I looked her up on the internet, obviously, like, not that long ago, actually, because somebody was like, have you spoken to Michael lately? I was like, no. Nah. Uh, and they were like, he's got, he's got a girlfriend. Or maybe you to- somebody told me he had a girlfriend. I was like, oh, right on. That's cool. Actually, you know what? I was at Baby's. And like uh, somebody mentioned, like, oh, Michael's girlfriend. I was like, oh, he's got a girlfriend. Cool. And then I like looked her up, and I was like, she's super cute. She's like little, kind of looks like a fairy, maybe. I don't know. She's super pretty. She dresses super cute. I was like, super happy. For doesn't her. wear Dikey shirts like you. I don't know. I mean, I don't know her. I just saw photos, but from the photo, she kind of looks like a fairy unicorn kind of refu- princess. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, um, she kind of refuses to wear T-shirts outside of the house. So that's nice. I do that. 
Yeah, you take your shirt off when you walk out of the house. <laughs> she and then, but she just makes a whole blog out of it. <laughs> so yeah. wait, she yeah, she yeah, wears yeah. dresses and skirts I mean, and stuff. She's she's like into fashion and has a you know. Yeah, she's cute. She's a girly girl, which you know, it's fine. I don't. It's like almost too girly for me, but <laughs> but I you know love her dearly, and she's my best friend, and uh, you know we're gonna know each other for the rest of our lives, regardless of the status of our sexual relationship, but. Um, yeah. So after the Instagram thing, uh, how long was there another, was there a later on closure talk or anything or, or how long did it take for you to stop being mad or, and hurt and, or for you to stop feeling like the worst? I don't know how long it took for me to stop feeling bad. I felt really bad for a really long time and it wasn't just me feeling bad. Uh, a lot of our mutual friends made me feel even worse. Cause they were like, how could you do that? You're such a bitch. And I was like, I know. Like, I know. I feel terrible. And people are like, you should feel terrible. I mean, I'm like, look, I get it. <laughs> regardless of, you know, whether we would have continued on at all after, you know, a certain point, <clears throat> I I definitely can probably attest to the fact that I was one of the better guys she'd ever been with. And, like, hopefully that the the next guys are better but uh, you know well no i mean like i've always been with like pretty decent guys like my first boyfriend was whatever he was just like nothing like he didn't have job but he was a good guy yeah and then my ex-boyfriend robert is like fucking amazing Mm -hmm. the guy really it is just the guy i went to new york for i've always had pretty decent like good really good taste in dudes it's just this one motherfucker yeah he's fucked up he's the worst the worst like He's very much like my father. Very much like oh, him. God. So like classic chick thing to like date someone like your dad, you know, and like whatever. Ah! Um Um, I guess I just go through it and I'm glad that I did, because I'm never gonna do it again. Mm. And at least I got out of it before I died, like my mom, you know? Right. Cause I was still married when she died, and that's a real bummer. Cause I feel like if they weren't married or together. She might still be around because he basically fucking destroyed her life. Yeah. So I'm like super grateful about that. And then like Michael is the first person I dated after he and I had broken up. And it was awesome because Michael is rad and he's super sweet and he was great. And the other guy was the polar opposite to that. So I mean like who better to date? Have you learned how to try to keep guys like that around? Like do you still make mistakes like uh, that one? something. I get a bit better at it. Bit better. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so my like, boyfriend what just saw a video rather than IRL. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm really used to being like uh, pretty independent and alone. I was out of the home when I was super young, and I've been like doing my own thing for a long time. And so it is difficult for me sometimes, a lot of the time, to like remember that there's like another human that I have to consider their feelings. And most of the dudes I've ever dated are, like, similar to Michael in the way that they're, like, very mild-mannered, pretty low-key, very good people, Mm. very kind, and, like, typically not attracted to somebody like me. So when I come along and they're like, wow, you're great, and I'm like, yeah, I know, (laughs) or something, they're like, wow, you're horrible, and I'm like, no, I'm not. And then I'm like, wow, no, I am being horrible right now, and, like, I have to, like, try and check myself can't rely on other people to be like chip you're being an asshole like i gotta remember to not and i'm not an asshole and i'm not really selfish sometimes i can just get wrapped up in things and forget to be like 
respectful to the people that I really care about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That sound uh, right by you? Sure. I mean, I don't know too much of her, like, okay. you know, her relationship past except for the one guy. But yeah, um, yeah. but I, I mean, I believe it. I mean, I know she's a fucking great person, and uh, if you can, if you can uh, deal with her, it sounds wrong. But you know, if you can, if you if you're able to like be around her all the time and you enjoy it and you keep doing it, then like it's it's you know it can be rewarding. I mean, uh, there's nothing, you know, she's. An interesting person. She's very free. Like she's right there. So yeah. right, you can tell Billy I'm here. I'll I'll just listen. I'll put my earmuffs yeah. on. <laughs> no, I mean, there's just there's nothing like inherently bad about you. No, I know, yeah, I know that. But you know, like good people do bad things sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah, and like sometimes I really fuck it up, and I'm like self aware as well. So when I fuck it up, I'm never going to be like I I didn't. I didn't really do anything wrong. Sometimes it'll take a minute for me to realize, but I'll always be like, oh, okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, it's just hard. Plus, I'm 28, and so I don't feel old at all, and so I'm still, like, learning, and I want to learn all the time, but, like, I get really wrapped up in, like, partying sometimes or even not just partying and drinking like just being around people and like talking and like being like funny at stuff about other human beings. My boyfriend fucking hates it. He's like, we're hanging out and all of a sudden I'm not talking to anybody and you're talking to like 20 people at the same time. Mm. And I'm like, and he's like, now you've got like five new best friends. And it's just like, I thought we were hanging out tonight. And then I'm like, what? What do you mean? I'm like, this is great. Like meet all my new friends. He's like, I don't want to meet these people. I want to hang out with you. And I'm like, Right, because you're my boyfriend and I'm your girlfriend. Right on. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like something a lesbian would say. (laughs) Dude, we are lesbians. Our friend, our mutual friend, your favorite person, who introduced us, is constantly being like, you guys are like the most lesbian couple I've (laughs) ever met. Like ever. He's very pretty, my boyfriend. Okay. They all are. Well, uh, well, thank you guys for uh, for coming on and, and chit chatting. This was uh, this was interesting for me to get to watch two other people do it because yeah, people have been listening to me do this for for like two years. Uh, this so. is the first time you've interviewed like uh, like this. This is the first time I had two people who used to hook up uh, talk about it. Right, yeah. not just you and your ex, whatever's. Yeah, not just like women I made out with in a bar sophomore year of college. Uh, so it's a nice change of pace. Yeah. Then calling someone six years later, like, hey, you remember that one time you like blew me in a place? Do you want to come talk about it? For an hour or so? Yeah, this like, is a good change. Not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thanks again, guys, for coming on. I really appreciate it. I'm yeah, glad you guys pleasure. are, are uh, in respectfully indifferent of one another because she she genuinely thought you hated her that was uh, she she said it twice she always says that you know i think it's just to save herself any upset but oh shut up i just think it's your face yeah well are you convinced he doesn't hate you now uh yeah i mean to be honest i I didn't think that michael cared enough to be to like hate me but like when we walked by him in the street that day and i was like hey you looked at me and i was like oh 
That's hey. just my I have a resting bitch face. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I just don't I don't see it that much anymore, so I forget. Yeah. The only man on earth with a resting bitch face. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. Well thanks again. Why don't you guys uh Michael, why don't you say goodbye to everybody? Bye everybody. Okay. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Later. So that was interesting, right? Yeah. Nice change of pace. Uh, spinning the mics around on some other people. By the way, check out Kate Chaplinsky's blog, boobsofbushwick.tumblr.com. It's not safe for work, but uh, it is safe for feminism. Yes. And you can follow uh, you can follow Chip on Twitter at TheRealChip. Of course, you can uh, check me out on Twitter at TheBillyPersita. And you can use the hashtag ManWarPodcast. You know, let us know what you thought about the show. If you want to say something a little more privately, of course, please, please email me at manorpod at gmail.com. I get lonely. <laughs> and um, go be part of the conversation with other fan whores on the Man Whore Podcast subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash Podcast. And please, lastly, you know, if you can, support your favorite slutty podcast on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast. Whether or not I'm your favorite podcast, I like to think that I might be your favorite slutty one, you know? <laughs> uh, and as usual, I am here every Wednesday. Thank you for being here uh, for so long. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for sharing the show with your friends. And thank you for staying slutty. <laughs>